Well, I'm like here because I was like here in my episode of Chess Talk. I got Derek back hi. again. Yeah, I just said hi. For um, I think it might be the regular thing every I hit time the season ends. I bring Derek in and right then now. we just you know shoot the shit, catch up, talk about whatever we want to talk yeah. about. So, what's up? Not much. Same old stuff, you know. Tattooing. Mm -hmm. I did your tattoo. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I talked about it. Oh, did you? Oh, cool. Right. I don't remember what episode, but yeah, I definitely talked about getting yeah. it as well as my hype before getting yeah. it. So. It started on your arm and it was nerve wracking. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. You were nervous about yeah. it, I guess. I was shaking the whole time. Didn't know. Oh, I didn't tell you. So I did your tattoo, and your tattoo yeah. was all dots, like literally all dots. Yeah. And then I had uh -huh. another tattoo right after yours, and as soon as yeah. I started it, I started doing dots, even though it wasn't dots <laughs> i'm like what am i doing <laughs> it was just so many dots that i couldn't stop <laughs> you were just like in the yeah. zone <laughs> yeah i can't imagine because thousands of dots were put on and so you're just like doop, doop, and there's doop, people that do doop. that every day <laughs> i can't imagine i feel like i feel like i'd go insane yeah. doing that it was fun though i really like doing that style and i think my favorite part about the tattoo was like the subject matter because mm -hmm. It was, uh, you know, that sacred geometry, but it pertained to the universe stuff and stuff with Arrival. Yeah, like so space. It's really, space. Yeah, themed. it was really cool. Like, using different techniques for what you were getting and, like, applying the subject matter you wanted to it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely happy with how it turned out. Maybe I'll put a picture of it in the link dump. I don't really know about that. I don't know if you have, like, a watermark image I of it. I don't care. So I can... Okay. Yeah. I right. used to. Um, I used to, like take the time to like open my stupid app thing that like puts watermarks <laughs> on it but yeah i don't care if people are gonna take my stuff which they won't because i'm not popular then that's fine uh. <laughs> well i mean for a while on tumblr didn't you have some tattoos that kind of like blew up it was yeah probably a few on like tumblr or uh my girlfriend started a did a pinterest for me and i think a lot of those got a lot of traction Oh, but cool. those are like simple things. If someone takes something, I mean, I can't really do anything about it. There's a lot of artists yeah. that will like call out the artist that does it. But then, I don't know, mm. to me, then you're kind of just giving that person gratification, you know? So yeah. if it happens, it happens, you know? Watermark won't change anything. Yeah, you can yeah, link it. Like it's, you, can, you can put my Instagram on there if you want. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, here, let me get a link dump going. Yeah, that's pretty much all um, I'm doing is tattooing. Tattooing, watching, watching movies, movies, as we're going to be talking about doing soon. Doing this podcast every once in a while. <laughs> every three months. <laughs> Sometimes you, I'm a very... bonus. <laughs> okay, I got that. Derek. You ever play games with your people, like online? Or It's always in person, you guys play chess, huh? Yeah, you're the only person that it's ever not in person with. Well, I've done a few in person, but I didn't play chess. Yeah, but, like, whenever I have, like, I do a, another segment, like, outside of the regular show, I always go with them, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, like, these, this episode and the last one we did, those are, like, the only two that I've never done in person. So, yeah, yeah I guess we're always playing some sort of game, mm -hmm. you know? That's cool. We could um, play a game yeah, sometime. Yeah, I was looking at my Tumblr because the lightsaber tattoo you didn't mind. That one got like 500. Oh, notes. that's cool. So, yeah, that one, I think like some Star Wars blogs picked up on it and that's why it got so many. Yeah. So I remember one of the first tattoos I did on you was a chess piece. It was like the Rook or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a cool piece. Yeah, that one's, it's nice. And since it was mostly just like shading, it's pretty, it's held up pretty yeah. well. Over the years, I'll play. Yeah, I'll play a game with you. We can play league and get real mad. Oh, do you want to top on something right now? No. <laughs> oh. Not league. Not. I'm <laughs> not emotionally ready for league right now. I was gonna say, how much of a conversation could you hold? Uh, up not a lot. Raging out. Getting angry. <laughs> okay. Um, what games do you play? Yeah, like I got Overwatch. Oh, shit! I thought you said that I'm you can't. That. Was it you that said you can't imagine yourself playing that game? Probably. It seems really good. It probably was me. Yeah, I got a uh, GameStop gift card for my birthday. Nice. Happy birthday. And 
thanks. It was a couple couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what am I going to buy on GameStop? And then I saw that they have like a PC download section where you can just download full games from GameStop and Overwatch is oh, on wow. there. And I was like, I mean, I guess I might as well play it for free. And yeah, it's been it's been it's really fun, fun huh? Because you you like a uh, Team Fortress, yeah, yeah. The old so, Team like, Fortress without the stupid hats. Yeah, yeah. You played it like a year. I remember we played it years yeah. ago. Um, yeah, you would you would love that game because it's just like an updated Team Fortress with way more yeah, characters. It seems really good. Seems a lot more complex than uh, Team Fortress. Yeah, yeah, because everyone, it's not just everyone has a gun, it's like everyone has a it's weapon rolls. and then movesets on top of it. Yep. Yeah, there's like a meta and everything. Yeah, whereas like with Team Fortress, there's one healer and you can only heal one person at one time. Mm -hmm. I've been playing, um, I still play the Wii U a lot with my girlfriend. We play Mario. Oh, really? That's Yeah, surprising. we play a lot of Mario. And then I just got um, Super Smash Brothers for it. Like, I just now got it. And because it's probably yeah, cheap. it's well, I don't know how much it was, but it was a lot of it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a Super Smash game. I, I, yeah, I yeah. love Super Smash. I haven't. I don't know if I ever played the um, Wii U version of it. It's though. good. There's some cool characters. There's um, right now I'm playing a lot of um, the little boxer kid. His name's like little kid or something. Cool. <laughs> He's a boxer from. Um, an old uh, SNES game. I don't even know. I'm not old enough to um, know that stuff. I think, yeah, little little Mac. Yeah, yeah, he's like a boxer. So it's like the same premise as uh, Brawl. Yeah, where, yeah. Like, there's a smash, the smash balls, and you get like a special move. And mm. I've been looking for my GameCube. I have no clue where it is, but I've been looking the past couple days because I really want to play some games on that, especially Melee. Some Melee, yeah. yeah. And... So yeah, I've been playing that. I really want to play, uh, get the Nintendo Switch. Avery got um, one. Sure, and it looks amazing. It's um, it's a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Well, it's it's meant to be like portable, right? Yeah, yeah, but like, um, Avery's girlfriend Naomi, she has a picture of her hand next to it, like for comparison, mm -hmm. and like her hand is bigger than it. <laughs> like the whole screen, like or. That's um, yeah, like, if she put her, I'll send you a link in Skype, she could cover pretty much the screen with just her hand, and she's not, like, a big person, like, she's tiny. So, that screen, I'm looking at it, that screen, both people look at that screen, or you can even project it on a TV, too? If you set it into the dock, then you can hook up an HDMI Ooh. to it, and then you can put it on a TV. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So that, like, what you're seeing, that's just, like, the mobile version But then of you it. take off the two sides, and you can give it to your friend and tell them to play. Yeah, or you can have the sides yourself. Play by yourself. Use those, so, like, yeah, so you can, like, set it up, like, on a table, and you can, like, sit back and relax in the chair. That's awesome. Nintendo's yeah. smart. Yeah, and it's, like, have record-breaking sales. Like, it beat the Wii sales yeah. in, like, the Wii's first week sales in two days of the Switch being out or something like that. That's crazy. Um... Yeah, they're doing they're doing good. Like they're just a lot of my friends and coworkers, they talk about their Xbox Ones and their PS4s mm -hmm. and like the online and stuff, but I don't know, if I think Nintendo is still doing the play with your friends on the couch and like that's so mm -hmm. much better than oh, yeah. online, you know. Yeah, cuz like you get memories that way, I think, more so than you do just by playing online. Yeah. Because when you play online, it's just like game after game, it all blends together. But when you're playing, sitting next to each other, it's like stuff happens, and you remember it, and you guys react to each other. You're right. It all blends together, and like you're just working for some stupid armor fucking thing. Yeah. And some arbitrary level. Yeah, and like you, you, <laughs> I mean, they all say it. They all say you hop on, you can play a game real quick, and then you're done. And like, I don't know, mm. that's boring. So I think, I think Nintendo's yeah. doing really good stuff. And the price of it is a lot cheaper than... The other ones, it's affordable. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's still, I mean it's a next gen console, but it's cheaper than it's a console. Yeah, it's, a ne it's it's cheaper than the other ones. There's no like added bullshit, mm -hmm. and you can play with your friends. I talked to some dude that like worked for E3 Nintendo or something. And he was telling me like yeah. Nintendo's new angle for the rest of their consoles is like is it handheld portable, so you can take it anywhere. So whatever they do oh, with yeah. VR. 
like they're probably going to try to make it like portable not make mm-hmm. like a PSP and a home console just like one portable console that's good for home and yeah away. because I would say about like a year or two before the Switch came out, they merged the like the Wii U or the, it was probably the Switch development team and the 3DS development team all into one big team. It's genius. So they they literally don't have like a separate console and handheld department. They just have one huge development team. So it's like yeah, they're definitely trying to make handheld also like console like next yeah, gen. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah, and, and Microsoft and Sony have like no. They haven't even, like, touched that. No, and, like, the PSP kind of sucked. It was cool. Yeah, there's, like, so many iterations of them trying to make it yeah. right, but it's just, it never There's, like, works. three or like four the of them Go, or something. PSP Vita. Yeah, and then... There's, like, a Go-To. Xbox or Microsoft. I mean... Have they ever had a mobile? I don't know. I mean, like they have computers. <laughs> <laughs> Laptops, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. So, like, they're not even trying. Yeah, um, but that's the next Nintendo thing. Does. Yeah, the next thing is like VR, I guess, and we'll see, like what happens there. Or even like augmented reality, like Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think you're right. I think like VR is like it's there. It's already like a thing. You know, it's like it's mm-hmm. old now, and next mm-hmm. is like augmented. I was telling my coworker today about we were talking about VR, and I did like a lot of these. He showed me this Facebook thing of a new game on VR or something, and it's all cool, the games and everything, and they only talk about the games, but the VR movies are really, really cool. Oh, They're, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's the best way to experience a movie. I did, like, a little 10-minute test of one, and I, we were watching Back to the Future. And the way it works is, like, there's a camera, like, set up, like, in one spot, like, pointed towards, like, what's going on. But then there's, like... Yeah a whole bunch of cameras on the X, Y, and Z, like, axis or whatever. So you mm-hmm. can, like, move your head and, like, look around and see what's yeah. going on uh, behind the actor or, like, behind the scene. And, like, things are moving. Cars are moving. People are walking and stuff. And crazy. then he, the dude was telling me, like, that's something that is already, like, out and happening. And the next thing is you'll be able to, like, get up from your chair and move around the world that you're mm-hmm. in so if like you're in the back to the future world you'll be able to go to like the different stores and the town hall and stuff and that's like yeah that's like true augmented reality that's like a whole different fucking step in human evolution <laughs> that's like the matrix yeah much. like that's crazy <laughs> yeah i don't know how expensive that stuff would be here for oliver <laughs> Get it? I'll wait. Be like Twenty yeah. years from now, I didn't get I didn't get a Wii U till like three years later, so I'm I'm down to wait. <laughs> yeah, the last Nintendo thing I got was um was a Wii. I skipped over the Wii U. I don't think I'll be getting the Switch. Yeah, a lot of people say they switched. They skipped over the Wii U, but I just wanted to play Mario. So <laughs> the new Mario looks awesome. It's like GTA. You like throw your hat at stuff yeah. and you do things. You know. Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Odyssey, and I'm Is I'm it? sure Peach got hey. taken away again. Oh yeah, yeah. and by Pimp Bowser. Yeah, there's like a new Mario Kart. So yeah, Bowser's same rapey Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nintendo. They don't have that in their world. Ah, gotcha. Wow, we kind of went off. Yeah, on a I can talk about l- games a little bit. A little bit of tangent. Yeah, because I. I know you and I, like, off podcasts have talked, like, you never get to talk about video games because no one else in your life really is into it like you no. are. <laughs> no, unfortunately. So you feel, like, stifled. Huh? Yeah, I, like, I can, I mean, I will talk about it with them, but mm-hmm. I get no response. <laughs> I, I will talk but about like, oh, that's cool. things, you know, I'll talk about World of Warcraft to people and they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they've never played it, like I can just imagine for them, they have no reference. Like they can't even imagine. Yeah, no one plays it. What they're supposed to. Yeah, no one, no one plays it, but you and me. <laughs> and Avery, yeah. he's more sporadic than me. But you, you don't see Avery that much, right? No. Man, we were gonna talk about Arrival. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be the main topic. Best movie, should have won. Best. You think it should have won Best Picture? Hell yeah, dude. Um, I don't. When was that last time a movie like that won? Sci-fi will never win. 
I thought there has uh, not necessarily sci-fi, just something that isn't like super artsy or serious, you know? Mm, uh, I guess. I mean, like I said, I can we can talk about the winner, but I really mm. like. I don't know if sci-fi is one. I don't watch the Oscars. I didn't. We're gonna talk about the Oscars, and I didn't even watch the Oscars. But I'm pretty sure sci-fi doesn't win. It's one of those genres that, like, I'm pretty sure the people that make sci-fi make it because they love sci-fi. Yeah. And they don't really and care to they, win, you know? And I feel like they want to tell, like, an interesting story. To make people, like, think about really, really yeah. different things. Which which Moonlight did. And Moonlight won the Oscar mm-hmm. thing for the best movie. Moonlight yeah. makes people think about different things, but... Uh, not as much as Arrival, but, well... Yeah, because I feel like with something like Arrival and sci-fi in general, they make you think about things that maybe you've already kind of had in your head, but it brings, like, a different perspective, because that's what Arrival was all about. It was all about perspective, Mm -hmm. and just thinking in ways that you necessarily don't. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think sci-fi does really well, is they present you with something you've probably seen like a dozen or two dozen different times before, and it's like, well, now look at it from this angle. Just like with Star Wars, like when the original trilogy came out, it was basically like a space opera, so it was like an opera, and people have seen operas tons of times before, but the way that they showed it through sci-fi, it just blew people's minds. Uh, Exactly. I mean, it's interesting you say that, because I agree. Like, Sci-fi makes people look at different things and sometimes that kind of stuff is like scary to people like in the movie arrival i loved how it showed the whole world in like pandemonium like Mm -hmm. once these things these 12 ships landed because that's what would happen is like everything would be torn apart like oh yeah everything the all human thought would wouldn't matter anymore because Mm -hmm. you're not alone and arrival Mm -hmm. showed you that in sci-fi, it makes you think of different things that, like you said, like, you've probably thought a little bit about, like, most people I'm sure have thought, like, about aliens a little bit. Not as much as yeah. other people, like, I think about aliens, like, all the time. But, <laughs> I mean, you you were there. We were, I was talking about it right away. Oh, yeah. Um, But, like, those movies, they talk about things that people think about, but not a whole lot. And that's, I mean, but it then it makes people think a little too much for their comfort about aliens. Mm -hmm. And to them, maybe they're, like, not super on board for whatever reason. And, like, sci-fi does that, and I think sci-fi won't win, and it doesn't win, because people can't relate to it that much. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. Now, I don't want to say too complex, because it's not, but it's just... It's just different. It's really different stuff. People won't really like to think about sci-fi in certain ways, you know, like they don't, I mean, they can relate yeah. to it, but not a whole lot. So I think that's why like Arrival and like sci-fi mm-hmm. won't win. Um, but it was a great movie. The movie was Yeah, I actually awesome. looked up like the last 50. Yeah, and it's like a budget thing for the last 50 Best Picture winners. I'll send that to you on Skype so you can see. It was on Reddit and like the last 50 winners some of them are more commercial like no country for old men the departed Mm. titanic of course but yeah not really any sci-fi movies that i recognize rocky has the smallest i mean so this means the money they spent or the uh, money they earned the budget this is the budget oh wow moonlight's like like the smallest one (laughs) holy shit i do respect that moonlight they had like I mean, as far as I know, no-name actors. They, the uh, main guy, I can't pronounce his name. He played Juan. He is in House of Cards. He's a big character in House of Cards. Oh, really? I don't remember a Juan. That's, and on the Moonlight IMDb, that's the top person. Ma, oh, Ma, I don't know. Mahershala oh. Ali? <laughs> I, I'm trying my best. I'm sending you the IMDb of him. <laughs> that okay, preview. Thanks. It's just a picture of like him on the on the sky. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I guess he was in Moonlight. Are you sure you watched the right movie? Yeah, I watched the movie. It was cool. It definitely had moons. Wow, he was in yeah, Luke Cage too. Have you seen Luke Cage? Is... Oh. No. 
I haven't seen House of Cards either. It's one of the main characters in House uh, of Cards. Is he Kevin Spacey or the, <laughs> the other girl? Other girl. Um, <laughs> that sky <laughs> picture, though. <laughs> That's funny. He looks <laughs> like he's looking at on us talking. He's like, heard you talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Mahers Mahershala Ali. <laughs> it's a hard name to say. <laughs> so, yeah, he was uh, in that one. But yeah, I, I respect him for not having. I mean, he, I guess he's a name mm, actor. But yeah, but otherwise. But yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool movie. You don't think it should have won? That's crazy, though. Best picture, though. No, I totally agree. Like, uh -huh. I see why it won. Are best you just like picture. not happy about it? I see why. I get it. You know, I'm not. I mean, it's not that I'm not happy with it, but I think Arrival should have won. I didn't see the other movies, so that's not really fair to say. I saw La La Land. That was Did a cool you? movie. I thought that was gonna win. But out of the three movies I saw, <laughs> out of the yeah, eight three of that are eight. on the list, uh, uh, I'd say Arrival. <laughs> but Moonlight was cool. It was just, uh, I don't know, it was like Drama. too simple. Yeah. It was like yeah. just easy, you know? Like, I think about, I've thought about that stuff on any right. given day. Like, the... The whole movie is about Mahershala uh, Mar Mar Ali being a gay black guy in poverty yeah. Miami, and he he has the issues of what it is to be in poverty, be in poverty, <laughs> be black and mm -hmm. be gay. Um, and like that's all cool, you know. Like that's really interesting. That part of the movie is awesome. Because it shows a lot of people things they don't think about. But for me, I mean, I've thought, I think about that kind of stuff all the time. Like the issues that poverty stricken people go through, or the issues that African American people go mm -hmm. through every day, and the issues that hom homosexual people yeah. go through every day. I think about that stuff all the time. It's interesting, you know, like different um, people yeah. going through different things. But I guess to me, like, since I've already thought about that stuff. I think Alien yeah, like more interesting. Yeah, like Moonlight wasn't <laughs> so groundbreaking. No, it's... And, like, it was cool, but yeah. I don't know. I just... When I was watching the movie... Okay, so Moonlight had... The movie Moonlight is is called because, like... Uh, one of the characters in it... late A lady said that black people can't be seen except in the moonlight or something yeah. like that. I don't know. So the whole movie has, like, symbolism, like, his friend that, when he's a child, he has a guy help him, mm -hmm. an older guy, because he's, like, he gets bullied for being yeah. gay all the time, and, or gets bullied all the time for being gay, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, so this guy, uh, helps him out, he's, like, an older dude, and he, like, sells drugs, and he's in the trap, too, and he, uh... His name is Blue, I think, in the movie. So in, throughout the whole movie, the color blue comes up, like on the walls or like in this or that. Very simple cinematography. So like the everyday person can be like, oh, look, the color blue. He must uh -huh. be thinking about blue. So that's like right. really simple. And then like there's the moonlight all the time. And like it's just very simple like cinematography, like symbolism. Like it's almost and like then, the cinematography um, people would see and feel like they're smart, but it's really not that different it's the everyday person would be able yeah. to catch on it but like people that i imagine that study mm -hmm. cinematography are like they would look at it and be like that's so yeah. stupid that's so easy but like the everyday person would be like oh wow mm -hmm. like that's so deep when it's not but at the same time it it, it, it is for that person yeah. so that's cool but there was also things like um oh it laid out the different acts so it had the movie had three acts acts to it different like mm -hmm. uh chapters or whatever um so act one was him as a child and it was his nickname was black so it was him getting picked on as a child and it like literally like showed in the movie uh -oh. like act one black <laughs> and then like act two uh or no, no no okay act one was his his nickname his nickname was little because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he was a small little kid so it's so, like act one little and it showed him like getting picked on and shit and then it was like act two uh i don't know what the fuck it was but it says, like, act two, and then it followed his, like, teenage, yep. adolescent years. 
like him having his first gay mm-hmm. experience with a guy, him still getting picked on all the time. It showed a lot more of like his yeah. mom in Act Two, like his mom was like a drug addict, and then it showed more of like something happened to his friend, the older friend that picked mm-hmm. him up when he was younger, like he went to jail or some shit or died, and it showed like him just hanging out with that dude's wife. I'm outlining this really horribly. <laughs> I'm just going off your <laughs> um, word because I, I haven't seen it. I don't plan on seeing it. So anyway, it said Act 2, whatever it said. And then it said Act 3, and then it said Black. And that was him, like, uh, he grew up, he was, like, older, 20s or some shit. And, like, he, he, was, he like, adopted the gangster mm-hmm. lifestyle and, like, sold drugs and, like, moved and, like, got in trouble. Or he got in trouble and then moved and, yeah. like, all this shit, you know? And it, like, showed him when he was older, and, like, he had a... The friend that he had his first gay experience with, he, like, talks about it with him. And it, like, kind of goes about talking about, like, he adopted the gangster lifestyle, and, like, that's not really him. He just adopted it because that's how he, like, coped with, like, mm-hmm. being picked on or, like, fitting yeah. in, you know? But it was very simple. Like, it was just easily seen. There you know, was no, like, other layer. It, it was too- very surface. Yeah, it was very surface. It wasn't mm-hmm. very challenging, I guess. Whereas, like, when I watched Arrival, it, I mean, it makes me think oh, yeah. for a long time. Like, you could think you about know? it for days. And, like, just... It, right, that right there, like, outlining Act 1, 2, and 3, sure. like, why why do that when you let the audience decide when Act yeah. 1, 2, and 3 is there? Why, have to, why like, blurt it out? Like, and, with Arrival, you know, if they did that, I don't even know how they would do it, because... Like spoilers, no like clue. the movie starts out kind of at the end of the character's story, but does it? I mean, it, it does. <laughs> I mean, but does it though? Because, like, to me, w- when I watched the movie, I thought it didn't, it didn't that loop, yeah, the whole loop thing. You know what loop I'm talking about? Like, like her life time loop. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't. That loop didn't start until she learned, until she went into like that so smoke then, tank, the then hot box. Or no, 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 no. Okay, no. She she is in yeah. the loop always. No, but that's she what wasn't I'm saying. Aware of it until that, she went. Yeah, into the I'm, hot I'm box aware tank. of that. But it's just like from a movie watcher perspective, like when you're starting the movie, like if you were to watch it a second time. And you see the opening of the movie. Would you consider that to be like later on in the movie, or is that still Act One, even though those events take place after the movie? Yeah, I don't know because like it's a yeah. constant loop. It's hard to because in the movie it's hard to tell when the be- when you learn what happens that she transcends time because she learned mm. their language, which is to that time is also part of their language, so they can go within yeah, or without time. time like, at any time is just like moment. another dimension for them just like how you can see in it's here n- yeah it's no constraint it's like they control yeah. it kind of so when she learns to do that <laughs> i don't know it's just all it's all looping yeah, the, all the there is no but she doesn't realize it until right. she learns the language i guess like i don't know if she never tried to realize it it's just it becomes like it's just like a light switch goes on because it when, becomes aware, yeah. I don't know if they ever... I'm sure in the book they probably explain it, but... Can she go back to before when she knew the language? Like, could she relive when she was, like, seven years old? Or d- is it only from when she knew the language on? Is that something that's ever explained? That's what I think, yeah. Like, I think that she... Once that's, she learns the language, that's So when it's only starts. from that point on. That would make sense to me. It's just I was curious if, like, her entire life is now, like, a loop. But then I don't think that no, she no, can no, control no, no. the yeah, language. She, she had... Like, that's another thing, is, like, that the things that happened is, is yep, predetermined. She... It's predetermined things that she has no control over, but she like mm-hmm. just like our lives now. Like, it, that's a theory that I really like that the movie made me think about. Is like, is everything we do mm-hmm. is that predetermined, and we just and like the quote unquote changes you really make are already going to happen. Yeah, like we can't, we can't do that. We think we yeah. can, but we we can't. And like then, it goes into talking. You you think about like. 
is something or someone mm-hmm. controlling those things, like a evol- a super evolved race of yeah. humans, which is like what a, what those arrival yeah, aliens pods. were I, to me. You know, they were like super the swagapods. <laughs> they were super like evolved beings yeah. of us, you know, and they eventually learned how to and transcend what? time, and they were giving us a gift. So that we could go on to that evolutionary And what cycle. I think is interesting is that they say that their entire purpose of going to Earth is to teach the human race the language, their language. So that way in like 500 years, I think that's the time. It's, like I said, it's been a couple of months since I've seen it. Yeah, I, th- I think 3, it's 3,000. Yeah. In 3,000 years, then the humans can help them. And I'm just... So it's like... Art, but is that now? Like, in the movie Arrival, is that 3,000 years that no, time? No, I, I think it's still, like, like in the that... future because they know that the language needs to spread because not just one human is going to help them. Like, they're teaching them now, so that way in the future, like, generations of humans have the same concept of time that they do. Yeah. And I so think... it's just interesting to me, like, how do they know... How long are their lives that they know that in 3,000 years they will need help, and so they have to act now? Or is it just something that it it, just always has to be, and so they just act on it because that is the way it goes, you know? And if if they can transcend time, then what the hell does 3,000 years even mean to them? That means nothing, you know? Like, that means absolutely nothing, Yeah. right? (laughs) Because they're never living in a certain time. Yeah, they can just constantly... Because they're, I mean, let's say that those alien, the, the Swagapods are uh, a million years mm-hmm. ahead of Amy Adams. They can obviously go to Amy Adams' mm-hmm. arrival time period, no problem. So, like, what is 3,000 years uh, to them? I think it might just be the preservation of their race. Like, if they don't get the help, then maybe their race ceases to exist. And so after 3,000 years, they can't go past that. So then they can go into a present real time well, yeah, like. Point. And like see the real issues and their yeah, it's like things race. still happen to them. It's just that it just That's everything is happening simultaneously, I guess, for them. Yeah, and like they get to choose whether they want to live in that time period, mm-hmm. kind of like what we do. I mean, we live in a present time, but you can, you can. I mean, we can't <laughs> transcend time, but we can completely uh-huh. distract ourselves from the real shit going on with our phones, yeah, you can, and like, with this and that, like... and Overwatch and fucking mm-hmm. all these things. You can technically not yeah. live in present day the real issues going on that's right. affecting you every day by distracting yourself. So it's the same Yeah, like they, you know. Because they don't change anything, it's like it, their life is going to happen the way it's going to happen. And so they can just pick and choose like what they want to be present for, I guess, is how their race works. Yeah. But at the same time, they're still affected yeah. by Yeah, like day. how... Again, spoilers, Abbott gets killed. It's like, he can't live past that point. Like, he can't suddenly be two years from that point because he is dead. Like, he did die. Which one was Abbott? The kid or the The, dude? The two aliens. Ben and Ab... Oh, it was Carlos and Abbott, right? I I thought it was, like, Ben and Abbott. Uh, I thought one was Carlos. I don't know. So they do die? I can't remember. um, (laughs) When Amy Adams was, like, in the mist, like, she got transported inside mm-hmm. of like their weird pod yeah and then, that was like, intense the other one whatever is or like, maybe it was, it was Carlos. <laughs> and he said like abba is dying process that that's oh yeah line. that's right so it's like they they're not like in a mortal race they very clearly are mortals and they can't live and die it's just they they fluctuate yeah. while they are alive see i never thought about what we just mm-hmm. talked about that they have a present time but they pick and when choose when they when they, when they are can present. Go. So, exactly. So those two, yeah. Abbott and Carlos... Like, no, Costello. Are they Costello. important... <laughs> Costello, that's right. Are they... <laughs> Carlos. Oh, that's too Mexican. <laughs> um, <laughs> are they, um... Are they, like, important figures uh, uh, in their race where they can go to people? Maybe they were just the chosen ones. Shit, maybe you know? they, they... Yeah, maybe they're controlled by another alien race to... To go, maybe they were told by another race, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you need to go tell this race that they need to get on their shit about time. <laughs> transcending time and uh, the next evolutionary cycle. Yeah. They need to get on it." 
And, like, those stories come up all the time. Like, they say that aliens met, uh, what is it, uh, J. Edgar Hoover and told him about that he needs to, like, give us, they need to, they are, they will give us technology if we give them humans. Like, there's different stories within all of humanity oh, yeah. that aliens have visited us. It goes back to, like, ancient yeah. Egyptian shit. You know, and like, who knows? That might be real. It's, I don't know. I love movies yeah, that make like, it seem real. Things that seem plausible, like like you talked about earlier, like when the aliens land, like everything just breaks, like society almost mm-hmm. snaps in half. Because that's what I think about what happened if it happened like tomorrow. It's like I want to go to work. Why does my job matter when there's suddenly aliens in the planet? And it's like. <laughs> I'd want to go. I'd want to. I want to. I wouldn't want to go see like aliens. See... Cause what if they like vaporize me? But still, I would just be like, I don't need to go to work because like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's aliens. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the midst of the chaos, but I'd want to be in the oh, yeah. of like what's going on. I guess. Yeah, I. You with know how. And but at the same time, like we. I mean, who knows? I mean, fuck, man. We could have had contact with mm. aliens. And. They're keeping it from us. Who do you, you think know, they, because they know it would just be they are. pandemonium, like high power officials. Does okay, it, not necessarily government, ask, like, but just people with high power than government. Because we're, I don't know. I'm, we're getting like conspiracy stuff now because that's how it goes. This isn't conspiracy. <laughs> this is real shit, man. I like talked to a customer today. <laughs> that's and I brought that to up. To a we're like, he, he's like, I'm not like some kind of weird conspiracy theorist or blah blah blah. I'm like, it's not conspiracy, man. It's fucking real. It's real. You can talk to me about this because it's real. I wonder why. (laughs) You like grabbed him by the shoulders and be like, I know what you know. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think it's bigger than government. I really, I mean, I honestly don't think the government rules anything. They don't, it's all like government and politics is like a game of chess, I guess. Like they, they don't live in the same world as you and I. They, they, juggle money which kills mm-hmm. thousands of people and they juggle things which helps thousands of people and their interests and all these things they don't think oh, no. about it like you and i do like like oh my god my neighborhood is falling apart and like all these people are in shambles and turning to drugs and all these things they don't think about that kind of stuff they are living in a whole different world because they have so much money and power that it, they're yeah the things just that they worry world. about so those politicians like those are the ones that are playing the game of chess, but then there's people that are controlling the people right. playing chess. You know, kind of like the whole theory of what I just talked a little bit about when I said that we are maybe in a, in a universe being controlled by aliens, being controlled by aliens, yep. being controlled there's by always, other aliens. It's the same principle, just on a smaller scale. There's you know? always someone above them. Yeah, so it could... we. I honestly think we could have had contact with aliens. I mean, the human race isn't that old. Oh, yeah. We're very young. Earth is old as fuck, but still not that old in relativity to yeah, like five thousand universe. Years. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, that's you're very right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think it's six thousand. I forgot his birthday. Uh, was <laughs> um, uh, um, I think that we could have some kind of human. Thing, whether it was us now or some kind of caveman things mm-hmm. had contact with aliens it could have happened and if it happened to fall on J. Edgar Hoover's lap that's good for him that's awesome but at the same time like I feel like chances but it could have happened and I, I think they like would keep if, it from us if it were to have happened and like aliens like chose to visit the planet it would have been in like the caveman days because they would be aware of what sort of technologies existed and they would know that if they were to show up now, it would be pretty much impossible for them to go unnoticed, you know? Whereas if they visit, like, a bunch of cavemen on a yeah. fire, what? how are they going to communicate that with, like, different cavemen, especially across the world? Whereas if, like, an alien landed in Tokyo right now, it would be blasted on, like, every television in the world within, like, nanoseconds. That's interesting, because <laughs> I agree with that. Because cavemen, I mean, cavemen were, I guess, I don't know what constitutes caveman, but if we all think of, like, the Neanderthals that first invented, mm-hmm. like, stick and stone and you yep. use it for tool and fire, 
those that could be like the first huge evolutionary step mm-hmm. for humans and then aliens told us like okay now you need to use that and yeah. keep evolving or that so that's a, that could have happened but also when you talk about the Tokyo thing what if they are here i mean the more i think about aliens i really think that like they wouldn't be a physical right. thing like they like i don't think I don't think arrival would happen like that like 12 ships mm-hmm. landing in 12 places i think it would be psychological where like it happens to like yeah. x amount of people like, like a telepathic sort of thing but not everyone yeah because like if 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 they're so evolved and advanced like who's to say they need even physical ships or like they would even run the risk of bringing something physical here when they can probably foresee what would happen by doing that yeah exactly or like they're sending Mm -hmm. some fake things there like they are out something like the so the alien the the swagapods and arrival could be physically there but they could be being controlled by another alien race well yeah that's what i thought was so interesting is how like for I would say the majority of the movie, you don't know if they're actually there because you see them behind, like, this glass. And I thought for... While I was watching the movie, before Amy Adams, like, went up into that weird little area, I thought that that glass thing was kind of like a portal to wherever they are. And, like, the ship is just this huge, like, teleporter. And, like, they weren't physically on Earth. It's just they were showing themselves there. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. I thought that too. Because, and then that's what made it so intense when she went into that mm-hmm. milky chamber and like the, her, all her senses yeah, like, like going she can crazy. Yeah, barely breathe and stuff. And then you got, you got to see that she was like really, the, the aliens were like well, really there. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting how, I can't remember, you can't see the entire alien, right? Like you still just kind of see the hand thing, don't well, you? And then it just kind of like goes up. In the movie before she goes into the milky chamber, you only see the hand in the projection of the language and then when she goes inside she looks up and you like see like something that looks like a face and you're like oh shit it's like way bigger yeah like i'm trying to remember if like you can see the entire body you can because in the movie when before she goes in the milky thing they you see like a bunch of legs and like one of them like shoots its fist out and like does a circle and then when she goes in the thing she looks up and it's like it looks like uh no face from uh the uh that movie the anime uh, movie okay <laughs> the spirited away yeah, yeah it sort of looks like it i mean it's like a tall like dark creature with a recognizable face i mean it, it looks like it has features man the movie was awesome one thing so i love the psychological like thought yeah. behind it visually and the little things are awesome like one thing that i always go back to thinking about in the movie i don't know if you like remember but when everything is first happening, she goes to her class to teach, and she, like, opens... All those students are there, and they're like, look. And she, like, opens the thing, and, like, yeah. the TV is on. And it's all the news, mm-hmm. like, playing at her. And throughout the movie, what I'm getting at, throughout the movie is, like, her face is illuminated by a TV for certain, yeah. at certain points in the movie. And, like, that is a time where her face is illuminated by a TV. And you can tell, you know, when you're in a dark room, and, like your face is illuminated by light yeah. from a screen. So that happens leading up to her meeting the aliens because when she meets the aliens, it's the same thing. Her face is illuminated by that white, mm-hmm. milky, smoky thing. And, like, yeah. that's so awesome because the director, to me, is like... or the, uh, I don't know who is yeah. in charge of that kind of shit, but the per- the director is, like, kind of messing with the audience because we're all also being yeah. illuminated by a screen mm-hmm. when you're in a theater in a dark theater where all our faces are illuminated yeah. just like amy adams and then we meet the aliens just like she did and we're also illuminated by like that white milky thing like oh, i was it was awesome yeah. you know and then i always go back to thinking about the bird yeah, the canary. in the cage the yeah. canary in the cage i don't know the meaning of a canary well, that might have some more meaning i thought it was just I some mean, random bird the canary but in the cage me, is like an old minor thing like 
they, they used to bring canaries in mine shafts to test for like carbon monoxide and so that's why they had it and so because oh. since the bird is a lot smaller and it breathes faster the poison works through its system faster and so if the bird suddenly dies you know oh there's some sort of gas leak in here so we need to leave it's always uh, been a canary sure, yeah yeah just because it's like a small tame little See, I, bird I... that people could easily get their hands on right right Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I get that, that they can kill, like, the bird. I mean, it's smart. I mean, and I like that mm -hmm. aspect in the movie. But when I thought about that, I always go back to thinking about, like, what that mm -hmm. symbolism was. I always, I don't know, I always think about, like, the yeah. symbolism in the movies. I think, like, the bird in the cage chirping and flying around, because it wouldn't stop. Yeah. You know, it wasn't chill at all. It's like, it's in a cage, and it's trying to talk. Mm -hmm. to us i guess kind of like we were with the aliens we were like yeah. in its cage trying to talk to it and like it wasn't yeah like, really responding no, not visibly you know, like it's like same symbolism you know it's like the bird in the cage is to us as to us mm -hmm. to the aliens yeah <laughs> yeah I, the movie was awesome. I, <laughs> I haven't I seen it in a long time i watched it a lot yeah, I watched it a yeah. lot for your tattoo, but I haven't. I want to get it on Blu-ray and see all like the special features and things like that, because I'm sure oh, they have yeah, tons of background cool. or uh, behind the scenes. I love how. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. how or like yeah. deleted scenes and stuff. I love how in the movie, um, when she's like first deciphering, you know, like Forrest Whitaker's mm -hmm. like, "What are they saying? Like, talk to them," and she's like, fir the first word she gives Forrest Whitaker is." Uh, what weapon mm -hmm. or gun or something and it's like come on that's the first word you're gonna tell this mm -hmm. hostile ass motherfucker like yeah it's don't the thing you want to hear but I love how the movie had the military had the language yeah. and it had science I love like the whole movie is based on that theory from language is that if you fully immerse yourself in a language then you will start to think and dream yeah. in that language and like yeah. that's what like, she did the you know? language becomes who you are it becomes a part of you and like it changes your brain basically do you think there's anything in that movie that they could have done better no because i didn't read the book and so i don't have anything to go off of maybe if i read the book or if i had heard more about it beforehand but i chose to not hear anything about it going in because i heard that was the best way to do it and so i thought it was mm -hmm fine i was obviously confused at the start of the movie but it pays off towards the end and the entire movie i think maybe took like 10 or 15 minutes for it to kick up and then once it did like i forgot i was really watching a movie like i wasn't halfway through the movie thinking oh man i'm probably like halfway through the movie it's gonna be ending soon i didn't think that once i was just watching i was just mm -hmm. enjoying it you didn't think at any time like you are you're waiting to meet the aliens and you're waiting to see like what um, they have to say. I was waiting to see them, but I wasn't impatient about it. I knew it was going to happen, and so I was just excited to see how they did it in the movie, you know? Like, I was just right. anticipating... I was anticipating them, but I wasn't, like, counting down to when it was going to happen, if that makes sense. Just because... Yeah, right. Go. Do you think there could be, like, a second movie? Probably not. I don't know if the author... I'll look at the author... Um, I don't know if he's written, like, another book. I could see maybe something in the same universe, like, maybe another story taking place while the aliens arrive, or after the aliens have shown up, and it's just, like, how society has changed since then, but maybe not, like, a direct sequel. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, I understand. I No, I agree. I don't think there could be... I don't really see anything yeah, wrong I, with the movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I could have said was, like, it could have showed more of, like, her learning the language, but I retract that because she... It shows scenes of, like, her staying up a lot and, like, fully trying to yeah, immerse just, herself like, watching. in language. And she, like, would go in and, like, take off her, her equipment right away mm. and just try to talk to them. It did a really good job of, like, showing not only the language part but like the human yeah. emotion mm -hmm. part too you know like you need the human emotion because that's too. what is so huge in our language is the emotion part of it because that yeah determines like inflection and what people actually mean when they say the things they mean sarcasm yeah and, all and that crazy and stuff, stuff like that you need emotion in order to get that 
Yeah. Um, do you have any other thoughts on the movie? Anything else you want to get out? I have I have plenty, but no. I mean, we could just I could just go on <laughs> about aliens, but um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie, man. It was a really good movie. I I can see why Moonlight won. I can totally understand why Moonlight won. Like when I first watched it, I watched it with my girlfriend, and I, I like talked to her. I'm like, I'm I'm glad that that movie got people to fucking talk about yeah. some real things and get their eyeballs out of like Instagram and Twitter and all this yeah. stuff or whatever and like actually think about some stuff for a little bit but at the same time like they just look at the movie and they're like oh cool I thought about something different for a day and then and I'm going to move on with my life <laughs> and that's it so that's cool but at least they thought about it for a second I totally understand why it won it was a really 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 good movie my favorite part was the soundtrack oh, that's cool. the soundtrack was awesome um, it was really good. It had like some rap songs, some hip hop, some old hip hop, cool. some like R and B. It's really good soundtrack. Same with um, La La Land. That was mm-hmm. an amazing soundtrack too. That movie was so good too. I thought it was gonna win. Had all this hype and um, stuff. I heard that they like fake one or they told yeah, them they, they were gonna win, they, um, but they didn't announce the best picture, and the person got the wrong card. And so he got the card from the previous winner, which I believe was, like, Best Actress, which Emma Stone for La La Land won. And so he opened up the card, and he saw Emma Stone, La La Land, and so he was just like, oh, I guess Best Picture is La La Land. And so he said that, and then, like, the manager or the producer of the Oscars came down and was like, what is he saying? Like, Moonlight is the winner. And so we had to come down and show him, like, the Best Picture card and be like, no, like, seriously, Moonlight won. Like, it wasn't La La Land. So... It was just like a mix up, which I never. That's like a major thing now. Yeah, I was about like to say like up. it happens so often now. Like I never believe it. I was like, okay, they they wanted ratings. It's on purpose. <laughs> it's all yeah. It's always on yeah. purpose. It's genius. It people talking, know, but it's on purpose. Steve Harvey is probably like the highest paid <laughs> fucking dude game show in the world right now for it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's on purpose. But yeah. La La Land was really good. I've heard nothing bad about it. Movie. I probably won't watch I, it because I don't like musicals. But how can you not? Um, how because... can you not like musicals? You love music. <laughs> I don't like the type of music that is in musicals, though. But that anything does... can be musical. <laughs> <laughs> like they're literally just—they just happen to be singing the script. I get that, but the way too. that they do it isn't appealing to me, and that's my issue. Like if it was like a hardcore musical, like breakdowns and bass drops. <laughs> oh, if it was like Undergrowth <laughs> musicals. Yeah, it's not like I think okay. it's bad. It's just I can't sit through it because I get bored. Like whenever a musical I starts, it, man. like I'm watching a movie and it starts like singing and stuff, I just want to skip over mm-hmm. it because for the most part, the songs. Because I don't watch musicals, and so when I'm watching a movie and a song happens, it's not like the song is plot or anything. It's just like they're trying to fill time, and so I get bored by it. And so I would not want to watch a musical where plot is like moved along through song because I'd be bored by it and so mm-hmm. I'd be bored by the plot, you know? Yeah, I got you. I it seems like all musicals yeah. do well. I think I normally do like musicals. Like one of my favorite movies is uh, a musical. And La La Land was good. Is what what I was going to say is it seems like all movies that are about oh, yeah, Hollywood because... do well. Like a play mm-hmm. on Hollywood, you know? Like La La Land is about like Hollywood yep. and like LA and shit like that. That's what like, that's what La La Land means. Mm-hmm. I think is like LA. And then that movie Birdman, yeah, Birdman. or uh, yeah, it's called Birdman, right? With uh, Michael Keaton, that one, yeah, and that was about Hollywood. Hollywood and like and acting and stuff. And yeah, I think Emma was... Stone was in that. But it seems like all movies that, that have like a, which I think a lot of movies do have like a play mm-hmm. on Hollywood. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but like just a satire on what Hollywood and, like, what yeah, being an Hollywood actor is. It. Like, yeah, it's like, those movies do really well because the people that are critiquing it can they be like, oh, yeah, it. this is totally us. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, 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 they relate to it, exactly. But then they make it really pleasable yeah. for, like, the audience. Which La La Land was super pleasable for the audience. It was a really yeah. cool movie. Yeah. I should see these other movies. I'm, like, yeah, looking at the like, list right now. That doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, these look cool. Are you looking uh, at the no, list right now? No, it was earlier, but I closed it out. There's this one called Manchester yeah. by the Sea, Casey and I don't Affleck. know what it's about, but it has a guy and a girl on the cover. You should look okay. at it real quick. 
and then it has a seagull like right in the middle of them, like blocking. Is that like the second main character? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like seagull, the best, the best. Uh, looks like uh, a supporting role. Do you see that? Like it looks just like in the middle. Put of it everything. in with like MS Paint. Seagull. Like it doesn't look like the seagull is actually there. <laughs> yeah. Like let's put this there, and maybe that'll really attract the eye. Oh yeah, all these movies look pretty cool. Denzel Washington. Um. Before we get off Arrival, one last question. What do you think it made worldwide? I have no clue. Um, I don't even know <laughs> what money is in movies. I don't know. Three billion. No, because it didn't no, no, make no, no, a no. whole lot. Uh, 89 oh, million. No, it. it made almost 200 million worldwide. Yeah. So oh, wow. Is that pretty good. a lot? I don't. Yeah, I don't really know that much well, about like... Movie, because um, the production budget, I'm going off a box office mojo. Um, the production budget was only 47 million, so it made almost four times its money back. So, and Moonlight uh, was uh, how much? That. Let's see. Probably like it was a million. I think. I think it yeah, was a million. Yeah, it's a small saw little it on IMDb, but it's Moonlight has made 25 million. So if it if it was just like a million budget, like it made a huge profit. Wait, Moonlight only yeah. made twenty five million. That's Are what you serious? Mojo says. That's crazy. It wasn't, I feel like the Oscar winners almost never have like huge box office numbers. Yeah, because they're too like. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's crazy. I would have thought more. People yeah, no. Saw according it. to the IMDb, Moonlight only had a budget of one point five million. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's like wow. <laughs> it made. Titanic had a huh? huge budget. Titanic had a yeah, huge it was budget. Five hundred mil. Almost huh? three hundred million. It says on this oh, list yeah, like three hundred million. Probably. In, yeah, that sounds right. And then Avatar is one that had five hundred million. And it didn't win no, anything. because well, it's still making it wasn't a, lot of a great money movie, but it was just technologically good. Was was uh was that movie? Yeah, because that was the good? one that like kicked off the second wave of like three D movies. You know. Like, James Cameron started that whole visual studio based all around 3D just because of Arrival. Mm. So. Oh, okay. I mean, you mean or, uh, because of <laughs> Avatar? Uh, <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> James Cameron wasn't involved in Arrival. It was I a never, cool movie. I've never seen it. It <laughs> yep. was, yeah, it's it good. was whatever. Really. It's crazy. It's like yeah. it's still making money to this day. Like, I was just talking with my brother. We were, like, talking about the new installment where they're going to do, like, Avatar mm -hmm. Land somewhere in, like, yeah. Universal or Disney or something. And, like, that's crazy because people don't care about no. Avatar anymore. Well, or at least I thought they didn't. I think James Cameron signed up for, like, five sequels of the movie. Holy moly, he's <laughs> set. <laughs> like, he's good I, to go. They're going to have the land that gets released with the second movie or something yeah, no. like that. He's um, oh, listed as... On his IMDb, he's listed as a writer for Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, and Avatar 5. They're released years. Oh like, Avatar God. 2 is next year. Avatar 3 is 2020, then 2022, then 2023. How are we going to handle that with Star Wars and freaking Despicable I'm gonna, Me? I'm not going to watch Avatar. Avatar. That's, show. That's for That's sure. insane. Now, since we're on uh, movies, do you, what's going what on with mean? Star Wars? What are they... Like, what's going... What's the uh, next thing? Episode 8. The Last Jedi. What's gonna happen? I don't know. Uh, when when the title got announced, I tried getting Eddie to guess what he thought would happen, but he didn't really say much because um, there's not really much to go off of. But yeah, they haven't said anything. All mm -hmm. they've done is really announced the title of it. So I'm sure yeah. Kylo Ren's gonna come back. He's gonna be more powerful. I'm sure some. Do you think they're gonna touch on that big, that big yeah, uh, Mega Mind dude? I'm sure. Because that's where Kylo mm -hmm. Ren was going to go. Like, he's going directly to him to finish his training. Um, what's the girl's Rey. name? Jin was Jin? Rogue One. Is Rey, do you think in this next movie, Episode 8, she, that's when she's going to be getting like, yeah. most of yeah, her I'm Jedi sure. training? Just like with uh, A New you Hope? Mean Empire? I, I yeah, mean, um, I'm sure. Empire? I'm sorry, I don't know <laughs> anything about yeah, Star Yeah, no, because that, that's what it ended on, <laughs> is like her and Luke staring each other down. Yeah, he goes. They're at the, um, mm -hmm. yeah, the island. No, my yeah. biggest prediction is like I think more main characters are going to die, or maybe not main characters, but characters that are in, like they play a 
decent part. Like, I don't know if Ray or Finn will die, but maybe someone like Poe, I could see him dying. I don't yeah, think I don't think he would die. either, but someone like Poe or even maybe Luke, I'm sure, like, another big name is going to die in this next movie. I think Finn will be, like, yeah, a yeah. huge Yeah, I'm character. sure he's... They're, they're really big on yeah. the spinoffs, right? Like, the the background stories, because they're doing one with Childish Gambino. Yeah, Gambino's. the Han Solo movie. He's, uh, he's Lando. Or he's, like, the so who's Lando? one black guy in the original trilogy. <laughs> he was, like... Samuel Jackson? <laughs> That's not the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was on... Uh, he was in episode 5. He was on the Cloud City. Um, oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah, he was like the he king, was like a prince. Yeah. He was like... He like... Him and the him and Boba Fett had, the, had a thing to I do with each other, right? So. It's been a while since I've seen Empire. That's Lando. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. weird still. <laughs> my Shahala Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, he was friends with Han Solo, cool. and like they had. So he's. So Charles yeah, Gambino Charles is going to be portraying him. But yeah, Lando and Darth Vader and Boba Fett had like a thing. I think Lando tried to kidnap Han Solo. It's been a while. It's been a while. Hmm. Interesting. What do you. Uh, yeah. What do you think of really Rogue good. One? I said it was my movie of 2016, cool. just because it was fun, mm. but Arrival was, like, neck and neck with it. It was fun. It was, yeah, it was fun. I mean, that's the issue I have with movies, is, like, I don't... I mean, it was fun, but, uh, I don't know. It was cool. <laughs> you know, saying nothing <laughs> about it. <laughs> it wasn't... <laughs> it was cool, but, I don't know, I just... It wasn't no, yeah, it's just, I like the Star Wars universe so much, so just the fact that I got another movie in the universe and it wasn't as it wasn't yeah. a skywalker story that's what was the best yeah. part for me so it's it's just nice seeing it like you. the universe is expanding you know yeah it's cool like the direction um he's taking it he's doing yeah an awesome job when i saw episode seven i was like wow this is just mm-hmm. like the old star yeah. wars for better or worse it's pretty good rogue one was cool i just i I don't, the only, the main thing I had with that movie was the character development was, wasn't there. Like, obviously everyone died, everyone had to die, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the issue that I had is, like, it meant nothing when people died. And then when you bring that up to people, they're like, oh, but they all died anyway. But that means nothing. Like, just because they're all going to die anyway doesn't mean that you can. Yeah, like, it may as well all have been robots. Yeah, I think it's just. Yeah. And the only one that yeah. mattered was the robot death because he was like he had a like little bit an funny. actual personality. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's the only thing that got me. Yeah, about because that. I feel like most people when they see Star Wars are so used to seeing like a trilogy, and so they're waiting for like character development to come over time. But this one is just like you're mm-hmm. watching, you're watching, it's over, they're dead, and so you're like, wait, I didn't know anything about these people. Yeah. Why should I care? But yeah, then at the same time, it's like those people are right we're like mm-hmm. they all have to die and they're all for mm-hmm. a greater good so like that kind of is yeah. their character development it's like they, they choose to do that but at the from a from a single movie standpoint they i mean there should be character development i don't know that was the only thing i had with that movie but a, yeah that was a pretty was awesome fun. movie and the soundtrack was really good yeah i've listened i've listened to it a couple times and like they because it was the first time a star wars movie wasn't composed by john williams and so it was like you would hear the imperial march start like you know the da 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 like that song mm-hmm. and then like before it would finish like its normal crawl it would change into a different song and so it was taking star wars songs and like taking the skeleton of them but flushing it out in a different way and so it was all familiar to you but at the same time different and so I got a whole new like enjoyment out of it. Yeah, it's all, pretty cool. Yeah, that was in Rogue all, One. The entire soundtrack's on Spotify, so you can listen to it whenever you want. It yeah, That's like awesome. there's tons of like Star Wars sounds and notes and stuff you've heard of before, but the songs are all pretty much brand new. So you can listen to the Star Wars soundtrack over and over, but you can't listen to because there's no singing in the Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> mm, you like the 
You like the orchestra? Uh, when <laughs> it comes to Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like uh, sit through okay. an opera gotcha. or something, but um, I don't know, man. Do you have anything else you really wanted to touch on? We've been going for the recordings over like an hour. Okay, I guess um, not. Well, hey, thanks for doing this with me. As always, it was fun. Yeah, thanks, man. It's cool, like, I, you know, I forget that we're even recording and I'll just yeah, talk yeah, about things. That's how, this is how our conversations pretty much always go, so it works. Um, and everyone listening, Chess Talk Season 10 will be coming back, I think, next week. Season 10? So you're, like, yeah. Episode 90, you said? Yep, we're already trying Damn. to plan out for Episode 100 and make it as cool as we can. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, yeah, man. So That's really uh, cool. stay tuned, and thanks for listening.